Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Main. Welcome to this week's independent music podcast. We smoothly brought you into this week's pod with the fabulous sounds of the AC band, a track called Good Feelings, the vocal version. It's uh, released on Napoli's Periodica 
records, a record label I'm very happy to now have in my life, as maybe you are as well now. That was a smooth and sexy tune. Well, it's funny. So uh, eagle-eared, if eagles have good ears, listeners will have noticed that two weeks in a row I've now started the podcast. And I say my original plan was to end this week's podcast with that because that would have been a smooth finisher <laughs> if there ever instead, was one. Instead, I've got some 17-minute sort of gnarly electronic metal from Tel Aviv. And we thought it was only... We, elsewise, we'd probably only play six or seven minutes. But if it was the last one, then, you know, you get full fat, which is what you're here for after all. Exactly. And I just wanted to start this week's podcast. Uh, if you are on social media, you'll probably spotted that we put something on there as a bit, as a bit of a call for patrons uh, just to give you the overview of that, we essentially, as a podcast, we, me and Anthony, we do this uh, to celebrate independent music, to bring independent musicians and record labels to more ears. Uh, but that doesn't mean we don't have costs of the podcast. You know, we have, uh, you know, a professional editor, we have hosting fees, we have lots of other fees that add up to hundreds of pounds every single month so the way that we cover those costs is through our patrons and what we realized in the last week was we don't have enough patrons to keep it going and we still don't have enough patrons so if you would like to support the podcast to keep us going then please do go to patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast what this means is in the time since we put that out to today, which is Wednesday that we're recording this, we have had loads of amazing listeners join our other amazing patrons. Yeah, our absolute highest ever uh, a tsunami of new patrons. Uh, so you're ready for this, Anthony? <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Here are our shout-outs in the order of the, that they became a patron to Chris Lucraft. Then we've got MPB, which probably isn't, their real name but uh, we love them Thanks. all the same equally <laughs> exactly we've got martin blacher uh, simon harper agnes henson john diver brian leslie chartered jeggins which is wonderful <laughs> i interact with them on twitter sometimes so it's a band <laughs> fantastic uh, eve mclaughlin emily harding js perhaps not js the band um, adam shears and jeffrey rosier Thank you all so very much for helping keep the podcast going. And thank you also, as always, to our other patrons for supporting us. If you would like to support us, and by God, we need it, uh, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast is where you can go to join us. Thank you very much. And by the time this has gone out, you, all of our patrons will have enjoyed our patron-only live show, which is uh, we are recording uh, one day after this, and it'll be our third live show via the internet and we have absolutely loved it yeah um, there will no doubt be more of those just especially for the patrons to come exactly so if you are a patron exactly you get access to this live show which is um only only for friends and family so to speak um yeah and they are yeah, a lot of fun so that is the uh, public service announcement done Anthony Chalmers, what would you like to play? It is back on to uh, weird and wonderful music for us. I want to play you the sound of Schlimpwak. Uh, Schlimpwak, you might never have heard that name before, and I haven't either, but it is a duo of two pretty well-known names from the Japanese underground. Makoto Kawabata of Acid Mother's Temple and Maidenliner, and uh, Yoshida Tatsura of uh, Ruins, and uh, Sax Ruins, Ruins Alone, uh, Koenji Hayake. Uh, yeah, long time 
legendary members of the Japanese underground since the 90s. They're doing a release on Cafe Otto's label, Otto Roku. And um, it is sort of essentially some outtakes from a release they did also with Heldon's Richard Pinas. I mean, all of these people are artists who I put, who I put on in London, so I'm very familiar with. And the, the work they did was to, was killer, and I did the show in London. But this does not sound like an outtake, like or something that didn't quite make it. This is killer. It is like 8-bit prog, uh, electro, rock, noise, space opera, killer. Get in on it. It's called Figi Drisu, which I feel like it looks like an anagram, is the name of the album. And this is just the opening track, which is called Wreath.
it says in the press release here, bring a few bottles of water and a fresh towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you know where I'm coming from. I absolutely love that. I don't know what to the Schlimpwak uh, name it refers to exactly, but it's the sound of Makoto Kawabata and the Tatsuya Yoshida, Asimada's Temple and Ruins together. Yeah, madly into that. Wreath, R-E-E-T-H is the name of the song. It's an eight-track record on Cafe Otto's uh, Taku Roku uh, label which is currently putting out like six releases a week or something. So they are probably churning out the releases. And if it's anything like the quality of that, well, in for the gems. Yeah, it's incredible. I, had, I hadn't heard that track before and I imagine I had the same experience as many of you did as well, which is just <laughs> like immediately my ears are blown off from the first millisecond absolutely it's just like kicks straight in there is no intro to that song <laughs> and it's all the better for it it was absolutely great i so me and anthony are still recording remotely maybe not for too much longer we'll see maybe not for too much longer but essentially when we need to say anything to each other during the recording we just message each other on chat and i was just like this is whoa was like all I could say for that because it was like takes you to another plane, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Really special. And if you haven't come across the artist before, Asimada's Temple are a band that have been going in Japan since the late 70s, but sort of, I'd say, sort of, you know, picked up a lot more in the late 80s and into the 90s, touring all the time, doing loads of collaborations with all sorts of people, uh, with Gong and. Uh, with ruins and yeah, with all, all sorts of people from around the world, nominally uh, psychedelic rock, but they can range into this sort of psychedelic folk down into the pretty heavy, gnarly stuff as well. And ruins, he's the yeah the drummer of the Japanese experimental scene really since the since the nineties. One of my personal favourites is definitely the Sax Ruins, um, his uh, duo with Ryoko Ono on saxophone, uh, absolutely killer. I was going to play something, but I've got something that I was going to talk a lot about. And I think that I've done quite a lot of talking already on this pod, two tracks in. So I'm going to play something that I have a lot less information on uh, just to keep the music going. This is from Opus and Deadweight. Opus is produced from London, Deadweight is from Bristol. They've got a record that's just come out on Potent Funk Records here in the UK. It's called Indigo. Like you didn't know, and they did this no 
beats for your opus and deadweight the name of the artist indigo is the name of the track it's just a single out on potent funk records here in the uk as i mentioned before deadweight from bristol opus he's from london has been around a little while has an ep coming out on white peach uh, which is a uh, i think it's london dubstep label of some repute as well that's coming out in august which might get an airing on the pod but august feels like a long way away but now i've just realized it's <laughs> july and it's really when, not. When's do you know when's three hundred? Do you know what sort of what date we? What get the film? No, no. When we three hundred podcasts, although getting to three hundred podcasts is about as the same achievement as three hundred the film. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is what two eight three. So seventeen weeks is what about four months. So yeah, this year October it, November something like that exactly. Yeah, be for my birthday late October. Nice. Oh well, I'm pumped. So we'll be planning lots of special stuff for our 300th episode. So yeah, yeah. We, should, we should probably get on some, that, shouldn't we? We did some good stuff for the 200th, didn't we? Yeah, I wrote a long piece of the quietest on uh, the pain of recording a podcast. I'm sure we did some sort of like 200 favorite thing or something. Yeah. Anyway, as as usual, we guarantee nothing apart from 10 of our favourite tracks every week. That's so it. that much we guarantee. For the actual episode 200, we just had a normal episode. 
we did it out of principle, didn't we? We're yeah. like, no, we need to carry on doing exactly what we're doing to celebrate because we like what we're doing. Yeah, that was it. And that was like one of our most listened to podcasts ever, episode it 200. Indeed, yeah. It's definitely still in the top five, although we have beaten it a few times since then. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, maybe... Yeah, and um, no one came back the week after, so uh, maybe <laughs> we should have done something special. For our 100th... Everybody came back. Thank you very much, Gareth. For our 100th, we did a best of, which was almost entirely because we'd had a, what, three, four-year break in the middle and loads of records we missed during that time, including UN Get It On, which I'd picked up in New York in the time where we weren't doing the podcast, said I just wanted to play that on the podcast. <laughs> Any excuse. Just before we move to the next one, share anything about Potent Funk, the label? Not a huge amount. It's a label that, yeah, has been around for a little while. So it had their first release in 2013. Other than that, no, actually, I don't know very much at all, but I now oh, have my eye on them. Well, I enjoyed that. Bit trappy bit sort of dark heavy hip-hop but what's interesting is it's very different to opus's new release that's coming out on white peach which is unadulterated dubstep so let me see what i'm going to play i want to play you one uh, track that i actually referenced in last week's podcast it is the new release by valentina magaletti and malena ribeiro valentina as mentioned, is the drummer from Tamaga. And Malena Ribeiro was the bass player from Nod, but she's uh, not in the band anymore. I just wanted to take a break from touring. Basically, been on tour with Nod all the time. And her and her partner, Paddy, the singer-guitarist from Nod, have moved to the countryside in Ireland. And I think she was enjoying the farming life too much to want to get in a van with a load of smelly men. <laughs> That's fair enough. She hasn't, she hasn't told me that, but she doesn't need to. You know, I, un- I understand. <laughs> so the album is called Giumate. Well, Not sure exactly what it means, but uh, released on an Italian label called Commando Vanessa for our second, uh, second Italian label of the pod so far. And I'm going to play you a track from it. It's just out on uh, digital and cassette. This track is called Viago Inverso. All acts of love 
the sounds of Valentina Magaletti and Marlena Ribeiro recorded in residency in Porto last year but released uh, last couple of weeks ago. Mixed and mastered by Amir Schott who's a friend of mine from London who's done all the work with Hype Williams and uh, Dean Blunt and all of that so maybe he's probably invited to Portugal maybe by some of our friends over there. I, I, I can't let it pass whatever you called the track originally sort of hurt my uh, incredibly basic grasp of Italian. Viaggio inverso. Yeah. Yeah. I said like via Gogo or something. I was thinking of the ticket reseller. <laughs> yeah. Which I think means, well, that's what a big uh, journey reversal, reverse journey, presumably. Um, that's uh, what I I'm know, going with anyway. Yeah. It's to do with going. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. So we'll get there ourselves. Do a mate. I think there's like two mad or something like that maybe you're the one who's done the italian lessons uh, back in the day for sure but uh, yeah i was certain you had a better how's your polish it. coming along badly i stopped learning a couple of months ago because i got way too busy with work i said you got a promotion at work and then realized i had no time to do anything other than work and podcast so, <laughs> so that's it but it's funny that you mention poland have you got anything else to say about that track? I like it in the blurb. It says a musical excise in tropical concrete. <laughs> that is an excellent description. Um, <laughs> but I was wondering if you had anything else to say, because I'm going to take that Polish reference and run with it a little bit. That sounds good to me, buddy. You run. A couple of months ago, we played a record uh, by a band called Wild Slash Life. Me and Anthony have had numerous conversations about this band subsequently. Gareth was a fan. I was, uh, might be a fan. Yeah, it's, it certainly had a quiet taste, I would say. But <laughs> essentially, it's a Malian slash Polish production music. And the, and the chat, Peter, got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast to send us some more music from the label. And essentially, this music was recorded in amongst the same sessions as our wildlife record. And I'm not going to lie. I've been working in music, writing about music for, well, best part of... 15 years? <laughs> yeah, and the rest, right? Probably best part, of, best part of 20 years now. I am getting that old. And it was... This is possibly the best press release I've ever read in terms of the detail it has, but also, like, nothing is extraneous. Like, there's no extra detail. It's all pretty spot on. Well, there's absolutely nothing on the band camp here, so I'm excited. So come on, give me some of the press release, buddy. All right. Okay, here we go. Vimbuza is a kind of rhythm, song, dance, illness, spirit, therapy, and state of possession. The phenomenon is widespread in northern Malawi, particularly in the Mzimba and Rumpi districts. Although Vimbuza figures on the official UNESCO World Heritage List, it continues to exist mainly as a night spiritual dance in home temples. For many newborn Christians and those with an old-school missionary zeal, on the other hand, Vimbuza is both an embarrassing relic and a dangerous form of satanic worship. They treat Vimbuza people with anathema and exorcism. Vimbuza doctors confided to me, however, that some pastors come incognito at night asking for African medicines. 
The Kanuska group used three drums, uh, with the lead drum being rhythmic variations in line with the steps of the possessed dancing. The drums were embellished with the sounds of rattles made of tin cans and corn grains, a metal belt on the hips of the dancer and the clapping of the whole crowd. In the cramped room of the Thempili, the sound had an almost physical effect, like a vibrating wave covering the dancer. The songs were intoned by dancers, or as some might say, by spirits riding on the people dancing. So there you go. As you said, every sentence informative about what's going on. For sure. And there's more of it, but I'm going to say that afterwards, after playing the track, because listening to my voice for that elongated period of time. (laughs) They could be asleep. Exactly. So this is the Dr. Kanuska group, and I'll talk about Dr. Kanuska a little bit afterwards. The record is called Matende Mizimu Vimbuza from Mazimba North, and this track is called Kawere Vimbuza, which translates as Comeback Spirit. Thank you. 
that's how I want my evil spirits exercised. Yeah, for sure, right? It's such an unusual sound to these ears. Anyway, it's the sounds of the Dr. Kanuska group. Kawere Vimbuza, Comeback Spirit is the name of the track. It's released via 1000 Hertz out of Poland. It's their Sacral Grooves series, of which that is the first release. And I promised I was going to read a bit more of this press release. As a child, Dr. Kanuska was called Linda. In second grade, she began to be troubled by nightmares. Later, whilst at school, she heard her teacher's thoughts about quarrels that they had in their homes. The teachers called her parents, suggesting the girl had gone mad, but an African doctor diagnosed that she was possessed by the spirits of ancestors who had passed away a long time ago. It was then that she danced Vimbuza for the first time. It was a number of years later that she began to lead her drumming band, after one of her daughters was attacked by a bird who grabbed a piece of cloth from her attire and flew away. Mrs. Misawaya learnt from spirits that this was a bad charm sent by a neighbour. She built a temple and gathered drummers to be able to talk to her ancestors and obtain medicines from them to protect her house from attacks by this witch. Her neighbour, trying to assault her house at night, was stopped by magic protection. Powerless, he died soon after, but Misawaya's daughter Lucy also died. Misawaya then received the nickname Kanuska, she who sniffs out bad charms. Took a dark turn that at the end. It certainly did. It was all going so well. But now she is a respected figure in the mountain villages of North Mzimba. Uh, that's in Malawi. Uh, she specialises in the treatment of women's diseases and plans to build an African maternity hospital. Uh, the drummers in the group are her son Thomas, her orphan nephew McLean, her patients, and the singers are patients and family members. Nice. The sort of spring sound in there is great. It sounds kind of electronic, quite sort of droney. The more you listen to that, obviously immediately you hear the drums and the singing. But then as you listen to it more, you hear the rattles and the springs and all the other little bits in there. Yeah, and uh, I know the, the press release goes on. I'm not going to read any more of it, but it just talks of... It's no longer my favourite press release. It's too long. Okay. It, it's, <laughs> there's so much talk of like the spiritual and how it makes you feel when you are there experiencing. And that is clearly like a field recording. And you can just picture yourselves, yourself experiencing that and it just being absolutely phenomenal unlike you know i'm obviously speaking from a western point of view here but you know you wouldn't unlike anything you'd ever seen before unlike another gig experience that's for sure but it says here with the label a thousand hertz records it presents music performed for non-human beings spiritual deities animated loki seems like it's in their wheelhouse yeah and you know it's similar to Acaphon Records out of France have released a lot of the sort of uh, the uh, ceremony of Bali uh, funerals as well, which is sort of in this in the same sort of area. As I've well. attempted to play for a dance floor. Did not go well, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it went well. It went down well for me, mate. Moving from Malawi to Kenya, I want to play you some Kenyan grindcore from Duma Lion's Blood, released on uh, Neganegi Records. Uh, which, and I'd say this is. Uh, Definitely not the exact sort of thing that they normally do. It's a lot more metally. Duma is the band, by the way. Lion's Blood is the name of the track. Yeah, it's gnarly. It's heavy. It's fantastic. I want to book these guys for for a gig in the UK so bad. And it's only a duo. So even though you know it is expensive and stuff, it's it's if it's only two people, we can make this shit happen. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah, so- We'll, ta- we'll talk about him a bit more afterwards, but here we go. This is Lion's Blood by Duma. Hey! 
it's just so great. You know, it, it's styles and genres just don't really matter with this kind of thing. But you hear some industrial, you hear some grindcore, you hear some some noise, you hear maybe a shred of breakcore or something. Uh, who knows? It is Duma, and the track is called Lion's Blood. Yeah, I think that video uh, they'd say photosensitive, like epilepsy warning. <laughs> that on is it. for sure. If you were a patron, you had our Patreon Live podcast being recorded tomorrow, but a few days before this, you will have seen that one, and we will give the warning. And one of the things that is wonderful about you playing that is how you really seem to be playing a lot more Nege Nege tapes and Akuda Kalala than I do this year. Yeah, you, you've, you've gone off them. Absolutely not the case whatsoever. Too I, many people said that you, they lost the bingo when you said Uganda or something. Yeah, so that, that, to... That's right. Uh, it's quite funny. The other day I was wearing a, I just received a delivery of a Niloxica t-shirt and I was wearing it. And then what came into the post that exact moment was the Niloxica record. <laughs> exactly. So there, there I was in a Niloxica t-shirt with the Niloxica <laughs> album feeling like the world's biggest fanboy. You are a fanboy. You might have heard of uh, one of the members of this band before. He, he's, his name is Lord Spikeheart, which I was chuckling because I feel like it sounds a bit like Lord Flashheart. Um, what was the name of his band again that we covered before, Gasper? Uh, Seeds of Datura. We've never played them on the podcast. Oh, it was, it was a conversation me and Gareth were talking about about them. Exactly part of the sort of Kenyan metal, I use explosion um, ex- slightly sarcastically, um, that's come out in the last few years. But definitely there's been a really strong metal scene coming out of that way and making their way across to Nega Nega Studios in Kampala to record this one. So yeah, Martin Kanja, Lord Spikart, and Sam Karugu are the two members from the Nairobi underground metal scene. And then, yeah, as I said, coming over to Kampala to record this record. Yeah, absolutely killer. Want to see him live so bad. I want to see any gigs bad, but I want to see this <laughs> a lot more. Well, mate, once this is all done, we can just go to Uganda and uh, go to Nege Nege Festival next year and check it all out. I want to go. Can we go next week? Uh, well, the <laughs> Nege Nege Festival this year is entirely online, I think. No, no, no not for the festival. I just want to just go normally. Just go anywhere. <laughs> Just yeah. leave my house. I'm quite content. Yeah, yeah. Coming down to yours on Sunday is uh, quite the treat. I get to play some music now. That's actually pretty local to me. This is from a producer called Emma. She is actually based in Crystal Palace, which is just up the road from where I live here in South Norwood. She has her second album called Indigo Dream coming out on the 29th of July. She's released a couple of records in between those two albums uh the, the first one that was called blue gardens came out seven years ago what did we play on the pod it was one of those interim releases uh, yeah we played uh, the soundtrack to liberty yeah i remember it being really great came out 20 i think it was last year uh, 2019 yeah uh, it feels like a long long time ago now <laughs> but yeah so she's uh, got the, her album coming out 29th of july it's called indigo dream and yeah she's a she's an excellent artist she uh, has her own record label, Pastel Prism, although this one's coming out on local action. Uh, she is part of uh, one of the founders of Producer Girls, which if you're not aware of it, it's a uh, free-to-attend beginners electronic music workshop for women and non-binary persons. So there's a lot of work uh, in the industry and helping you know people get into electronic music. Makes excellent music herself, and I'm going to play this lead track from her new record. It's local called- action, great label as well. Nice to have them back on the pod. Sure. Uh, The track is called Into Indigo. (laughs) 
It's an absolute great description here that I didn't get onto, which I should have said before that track, which says the impression of something bright, but slightly sinister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that sounds accurate. Uh, that is a description. That I don't, I think even the best music journalist wouldn't be able to top as a description for the music you just heard. Uh, <laughs> I, I will, I am not a top music journalist, so I will just say I absolutely love it. The record, it's called Indigo Dream. It's out 29th of July via local action. The artist you heard is Emma and the track was called Into Indigo. And yeah, do check out Producer Girls if you're interested in that sort of stuff. They been going around for what about four years now yes as they founded in 2016 they yeah been they've essentially started in london but they've got they've had workshops in glasgow manchester bristol and at the tate modern so yeah so starting to make waves and the more women and non-binary artists that are involved in music the better the more diverse we can make every single genre of music the better exactly the more different sort of sounds that we get exactly people with different experiences making different sorts of music get to hearing magnificent different types of stuff from all corners 100 percent. and you know just to lather on the praise a little bit more it says here that 10 percent of label side profits on the release will go to the south london-based big kid foundation which provides vital community engagement networking and mentorship programs for young people in the lambeth area lambeth in london cool nice i'm gonna play you a release from uh a guy that I referred to as the sort of the Spanish, the Barcelona sort of experimental Elvis to someone a few years ago. It is a Futuro de Herrero. He's one half of Dame Area, who we've played a couple of tracks on the podcast. Uh, maybe one this year, one last year. Um, he's part of the Maggio Rocker label out of Barcelona, label and promoter. And um, yeah, really says killer stuff uh, Killer Music himself, as well as uh, loads of collaborations and Dame Area duo. This is a 12-inch being released on Maggie Rocca, and they're also uh, co-released with Enfant Terrible. Um, the record is called Constumbres Y Medinas. How's that, guys? Is that better? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, not too bad. I'm going to play you the second track on it. It's called Construer Destructuer. Perfect.
slice of Catalan industrial goodness from Futuro di Herrero. You're undercooking that, I think. Like, that is the second track you've played on this pod where I've just gone, what? That is unbelievable. It's killer, eh? Yeah. I think first came to my attention when guys from Nod recommended them to me some years ago. And we supported, they supported Nod at a show at the Lexington. I think I'm remembering that right. And since then, I've done shows with Dame Area. Maggie Rocha has uh, been an incredibly important venue and label in Barcelona, although I'm not sure what is their current venue status. But no doubt, even if they have no venue right now, they will be returning bigger and more powerful than ever before in uh, 2021. And uh, yeah, Victor Makes Killer Music. That's a release on Maggie Rocha. And uh, yeah, not sure what I'm also saying about And if you're wondering what I'm talking about with Elvis, he's sort of got like, he's got like a black quiff and he wears, he wears like quite cool clothes and stuff like that. So it'll make sense if you see him. Yeah, when you said it reminds you of Elvis, it certainly wasn't the music. Yeah, he didn't musically remind me of Elvis. No, I mean, who knows where he would have gone if he'd uh, put down the hamburgers. Elvis, after all the downers and uh, 20 hamburgers on the toilet, uh, groaning and smashing a, a synthesizer. There we go. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, <laughs> a wonderful thing. And I'm glad I, I need to go and investigate that one a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to play some music now from a record label called AD93. AD93 is the new title for the record label formerly known as Whitey's. Whitey's was a record label that's released some fantastic music over the last uh, five, six years, I'm going to say. Uh, but as part of the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and the uh, conversation that's been having that and the reappraisal, let's say, of many people, Nick, the chap that runs AD93 now decided to change the name of the label because, quote, they didn't want the name to exclude or offend anyone or be the topic of conversation, which I think is fair enough. Put out a bunch of black artists as well, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> well, the label name becomes, because I've forgotten the record label it was part of. I, I want to say Holy Raw, but that's not right. No, it's not Holy Raw. It's the one that is used to be part young turks i think is mm -hmm. what it used to be part of i see and essentially it was putting out white labels and so whitey's was a sort of an amalgamation of white label and yt yeah but obviously as the record label it became independent a couple of years ago and then has obviously since then they have lost meaning of what the yeah. title that was makes, originally that makes total sense to me it does. So they thought it was a fair enough time to change the name. And I think I might be wrong. I think this is the first release since that name change. The, they used to call every record Whitey's and then the catalogue number. This is just called 032. It's a collaboration between Anonaku and DJ Pleed. Anunaku is a chap called uh, Guglielmo uh, Barsuccini. He's also He releases music under the moniker Tizvi as well. He's based in London. He's had a release uh, on Whitey's, uh, Whitey's 24. Also runs a record label with Warwork, who uh, did an amazing record with Nico Lindsay on Black Acre a few years back as well. And yeah, DJ Pleed is, I don't have a huge amount of information about him, apart from he's a Germany-based uh, chap from Melbourne. This record, absolutely killer. I'm going to play the opening track from it. It's called Wheelie.
It's one of those ones that just gets a little bit better every time I hear it. It's the sounds of Anunnaku and DJ Plead. A track called Wheelie is taken from the record 032 out on AD93 Records right now. Nice. I was thinking that it could have sounded like a local action release from a, from a couple of years ago. I'm sure I've got some local action records right in that sort of sound. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, yeah, local action is one of those labels that I sort of dip in and out of. So don't have a real definitive um, description of what their music sounds like. Sure. I hear you. I hear you. But well, yeah. I've got good news. What's that? Sorry, did you want to talk anything more about that song? Uh, no, no, I think I said everything right before. Um, yeah, <laughs> check out the Tisfree releases, they're pretty cracking. Well, basically, I was trying to discover a bit more about this artist that I'm going to play next on the pod, which is going to be our last song. Um, and also, I want to say to thank you very much to patron Mike Shields, who actually sent this along on the uh, podcast uh, Facebook page. So you can always send submissions in, as I said. I listened to them all. There was loads of crackers. Mostly it's people sending their own music. But sometimes we get regular listeners like Mike, who's been like, you should listen to this. I think it's absolutely outstanding. And often people who listen to the podcast every week, they know what we like. They they hear it and they're like, yeah, Gareth and Anthony, they're going to be into this. Yeah. And Mike, he was completely correct. That's what we ask for when people submit music to us, like whether they have it or not, is that they listen to the podcast so they know what we're going to like. Because we get a load of submissions and there's a lot of bad ones. I listen to enough bad music in the week anyway, so the least <laughs> people can do is listen to the pod and know if it's going to be in our area that we're going to like. Exactly. But so this is a compilation from a Tel Aviv label called Machine Music. It's a uh, big track, big compilation, 26 tracks, all sorts of stuff. All proceeds uh, from the label go to the Global Food, the Global Food Baking Network. Hmm, not sure. I thought that was going to be Food Banking Network. But and he says for the Wildlife Animal Sanctuary. I'm not sure this could be translated from into, into English, but it goes to a good charity. It goes to charity. <laughs> it goes to a say. charity of some sort. Um, and I was looking at it and I was presuming that maybe this was an artist from Tel Aviv. Um, and I was messaging the people from Rash Records who we play uh, quite regularly being like, who is this Brie? And they were like, I don't know, but this is the guy who runs Machine Music. Maybe you can talk to him. But in the end, I ran out of time. This was all a couple of hours before the podcast. But I managed to find the Bandcamp page of the artist, actually. And he is actually, or they, is an artist from Rio de Janeiro um, on this compilation uh, for uh, the Tel Aviv label. This track is 17 minutes long. It's a proper opus as we said. So we thought we'd just put it at the end. And just before we finish, I just want to say thank you so much again to all of our new patrons and all of our previous patrons. It's absolutely brilliant. Can't wait to be with you on Thursday, tomorrow for a live podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. The opening track is one that me and Gareth put on when I came around to get drunk in his garden. Um, and it is one to put you in a top outstanding mood. Thank you as always to our producer, Nick McCorriston. And everyone patron or not for coming and listening anything you want to add before the track please do share us with your friends if you it, it, please do support us on the patreon if you can afford to do so if not you know sharing the podcast telling someone getting another listener is really valuable to us we do need more patrons to keep this music coming to you uh, over three and a half thousand record labels and independent artists have been played on this podcast which is just an insane number of people all of you listening have probably found your new favourite artist through here. So, yeah, go on. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Brie, and the track is called Esperanza El Empire Que Abandona. Esperanza El Empire Que Abandona. 
and that's that pronunciation is what you'll pay for thank you so much for listening <laughs>